how to succeed. Broadcasting live on Ustream to Potter fans across the world. This is MuggleCast episode 188 for December 29th, 2009. Gentlemen, it's December 29th, 2009. We're just two days away from the new year. And what better way to celebrate than by looking back at the past year? We're going to do that with you guys tonight. And by we, I am referring to some of the greatest people in podcasting. First up, Laura Thompson. Hello, Miss Laura. Hey, Andrew. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? I'm good. Oh, you're you're a you're a lady of a few words tonight. I am. Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> I'm saving it for the show. I see. Um, we're also joined by Eric. Hey, Eric. Hey, Andrew. How you doing? Good. Are you happy I put in that song that you requested tonight? You requested. Uh, oh yes. That that fine yeah. show tune. Um, and sure. also online, Micah Tannenbaum. What's up? And last but not least, Mikey Pusher. What's up, Mikey? <laughs> What's up, homie? <laughs> yeah, I, I put a. Well, what's I, so funny about my name? <laughs> nothing's funny about your name. I put a picture of you in the chat, and you're wearing a Santa hat. No, I, I, I'm wearing my Santa hat. I, that was my Christmas card from last year. Yes, it was. Yes, I, I went on Facebook and I stalked you. And so, anyway, like I said, um, gr- we have a great show planned for you guys tonight. We wanted to do a year in review, review show, but we also wanted to make it interesting and unique and different. So what we're going to do tonight is um, we're going to look at look back at the biggest stories of the year, but we're going to do it in a unique way. We're going to we, – we have different categories outlined, and we're going to let you guys decide which story in each category wins the best of the year award. And so we've got nine of those categories. We're going to we're going to go through those, and then we also um, are going to look at the best moments in MuggleCast history, and we're also going to have a fun little trivia giveaway. So all around, sounds like an amazing time. Wouldn't you guys agree? That's a, that sounds kind of awesome. Yeah, like, kind of awesome. That I would. I'm kind of I'm kind of excited. Like I am excited. <laughs> Not even kind of. <laughs> but first, as always, Mike Tannenbaum is going to update us with the latest uh, news in the Harry Potter world. Micah, what's been going on? Well, late last week, Warner Brothers released a list of Deathly Hollows Part One cast members. Yes. In a little bit of a 2010 preview kit um, for members of the press, and being a member of the press, Andrew, I know you received this. And uh, there were several new Potter cast members to note, many of whom were confirmed um, over the course of the last few months. Yeah. Including Bill Nye, who will play uh, Scrimgeour, right. uh, Riss Ifans, who will play Xenophilius Lovegood, Kieran Hines, who will play Aberforth Dumbledore. Uh, Jamie Campbell Bauer, who will play Grindelwald, and David O'Hara, who will play uh, Albert Runghorn. Runghorn, sorry. But 
the biggest name on the list was Miranda Richardson, um, who, right. of course, Order of the or not Order of the Phoenix, Goblet of Fire. Um, why am I? Wasn't she quoted name? as she, saying, "Yeah,", yeah. she was quoted as saying, "I will never have anything to do with the Harry Potter series again. Yeah. It's childish, ridiculous, <laughs> and I don't want anything to do with it." Is that why you were laughing? Well, I don't think it was that bad. I don't yeah, I don't think it was that bad, but it was definitely very weird what she said. I remember watching um the it was, interview it was up our, on the website. Yeah, it was our yeah. interview with her. And um we asked are you somebody somebody asked are you going to be back for Potter? Are are you going to be back again? And she's like no. And Emerson's like why? <laughs> she gave this here. Let me let me read the quote real quick. Um do we oh, is it on the main page right now? Maybe not. But basically, it was just weird like she was she was talking out of her butt to be quite frank. Um, th- yeah, it was like she had no idea what she was talking about. Yeah, pretty much. I almost wonder if she was like mid negotiation, or if they had an issue well, with her go. on the Goblet of Fire. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Here's the quote, Andrew. Did you find it? Yeah, she says. Or I have. She says, "Why aren't I coming back? I don't know. Partly because it's always nice to see new people, and also because they'll have a different angle on the story. It's never going to be the book on film exactly. The book is one thing; the film is another. They'll take certain aspects from the book, and you know, make it something that they hope will be commercial and people want to see." What does that have to do with her being back? I don't know. It, <laughs> her it, giving a reason that it's always fun to see new people seems like a reason she would be back. I really think at the time she just didn't enjoy it. You know I what this reminds that, me of? This what? this reminds me of Laura. You'd know this. The the Miss Teen USA of a few years ago, who was asked that one question about uh, peace. Oh, I think it right, was, and right. she Miss South Carolina. Yeah, just kept talking, wasn't it? Yeah, Miss South Carolina. Yes. And she starts. Yes, that, it was just yeah. the answer was so incoherent. It had nothing to do with with the question, you know. And she was like trying her best, but I don't, right. I, I'm happy to see Miranda Richardson back. I I think that's that's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, she played a great Rhea yep. Skeeter. There's no doubt yeah, about I agree. that. So she anyway. was awesome. Yeah, no reason to dwell on that. What else, Micah? Well, going along with this movie seven news, um, we never posted this because it was never confirmed. But there was a lot of talk about uh, with Emma Thompson not playing Professor Trelawney that Nicolette Nicolette Sheridan was going to be taking over the role. Yeah. And that raises the sexiness level of Professor <laughs> Trelawney to I don't even know what. I don't know if it goes off the scale. Well, um, we should probably first say that's been a rumor. It, 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 we never posted it. I don't think any fan sites posted right, it. Right, that's but, what I said. Oh, okay. It it it, it showed up on this, this Nicolette Sheridan fan site. And it's weird because it wasn't even a, fair, a fan site. It's just it looks like a cheap way to make a quick buck off of her or something but anyway so this fan site says she'll also be playing uh uh trelawney in harry potter and the deathly hallows and we tried to confirm it and the agents didn't get back to us so i'm just gonna go with no. we just wanted to throw it out there just in case right right just just in case then we'll be like told you so but in the meantime <laughs> in the meantime we wait to hear oh. so you think she'll and look more really movie sexy Hmm? Well, I'm just saying, I mean, it, it, Trelawney in general, I don't think was ever a very attractive character. No. But if you put Nicolette Sheridan and some of her attributes into the role of Professor Trelawney, <laughs> but this Emma, is a PG podcast, so I can't really go any further than that. Emma Thompson's attractive, though. And, you know, she was she Trelawney. Is. Yeah. 
I'm not sure what you're saying, Micah, but, but the... I guess we... <laughs> Micah, I'm, honestly, I, I think you're digging yourself a hole here, my friend. Yeah, let's just leave just, it there. Uh, let, let's continue. What else do we have in the news, Micah? What else do we have here? Well, Movie 7 News, uh, we mentioned Bill Nye earlier. Uh, he did an interview recently where he talked about playing uh, the Minister of Magic in Movie 7. And uh, a lot of people liked this interview because it seemed as if they were staying true to the books again and that Nye was really involved in this character... And uh, he was quoted as saying, Scrimgeour is a tragic figure. He knows what's coming. It's a very moving thing to play. He's also very powerful and has had a very complicated progress to the top. And he has an interesting relationship with Harry, who views him initially with contempt, but then it's softened by subsequent events. There's a scene where he delivers Dumbledore's legacy to the three children. He gives them all the things Dumbledore has left them, and that's when it's indicated he may not be around for much longer. Right. So that's so, uh, it's good. Wow. It's good to see to all these him. characters. Yeah, I really yeah. liked that because it shows that he's invested in his character and that he's really paying attention to the story, which sometimes I kind of get the idea from some of the adult actors when they sort of talk out their butts about this, um, that they really have no clue what's going on. So yeah, I really enjoyed reading this. Yeah. Hearing him say words like legacy, yeah, he's referring awesome. to Harry Potter, you know, shows that also that uh, with the Deathly Hallows split that occurred, that movie seven, they're able to show these little things, these little character, you know, things, how, how, how Scrimgeour's character is, is tragic and, you know, may be portrayed as such on, you know, the movie just gives me goosebumps uh, right. to, to see that they'll have that much time with, you know, since they're doing two movies instead of trying to condense it into one, that they'll have time to show that. What else is in the news, Micah? Well, if people have been checking out MuggleNet over the course of the last week or so, there, there's been a few lists that have uh, come out um, related to the best of the year and the best of the decade. In, in any newspaper, I think if you pick it up or you go on any website, all these people are putting together the best of the decade lists. And, yeah. uh, Half-Blood Prince, um, we'll start with best of the year. Um, Half-Blood Prince did pick up a couple of different titles and um, Yahoo Movies actually today released their top 10 trailers of 2009. But surprisingly, Half-Blood Prince well, only came in at number five. Hold on, hold on. The, the most viewed, right? It was the most mo- viewed, yeah. Top five most, most viewed, viewed trailer so, of 2009. Yeah. And so um, I think that plays a role in why Harry Potter wasn't number one or, you know, a little bit higher up the list, but... All these lists, it's sort of just like, oh, we get it now. I mean, we have no room to talk because we're doing a <laughs> list or two tonight, but <laughs> it's like, shut up already. <laughs> you know, and, and it really, really is... It, it is interesting. It is interesting. Number five is not exactly at the top, though. I mean, and yeah, it's specific to Yahoo uh, movies on their website, but yeah, they're, they're a pretty big website, and for Haplod Prince to be all the way down at number five, I think... It's kind of surprising. Well, I wasn't can tell there you one thing? Wasn't there another top ten list? Yeah, where Half Blood Prince was like number ten. Twilight made number four, but Half Blood Prince was like bottom of the list. For what? Did you guys? Well, what was is that? that? One of the lists we have listed here. What I have to research. I just heard about okay. it today. Uh, well, it I mean, you know, the, those... yeah, um, it, most viewed. That was the one Yahoo was referring to. Um, Transformers beat Harry Potter in the top 10 box office movies of 2009 on Yahoo Movies. Um, you know, Mike is... That was domestically. I think we should we should clear that up, though. I mean... Right. Internationally, Transformers made well. more money here in the United States. 
than than Half Blood Prince did. But you know what was interesting was looking at the comments and everybody was ripping the American public for going to see Transformers <laughs> more than they saw Harry Potter. And I think that the thing is is people are forgetting that. America contributed a third of the $900 million that went towards this movie being successful and being the number eight grossing movie of all time. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Micah, you're very passionate about this. It's almost like you're getting angry. Well, it's funny. It's funny <laughs> when you read these these comments of people. They're just – they're just uh, they got uh, Micah, you know, such did venom you see Transformers? that they're – I did not. Did you see- that that that's why you, you you don't understand. I saw that movie. Trust me, I understand where everyone else is coming from. Oh, because it was bad. Was, oh, it was so bad. Yeah, and I love Transformers. I grew up with it. I grew up with that cartoon, and and uh, I was so disappointed. It was sad. Like, I just the movie keep was hearing just, that it was that horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it. It was sad. On the other hand, lists though, are so subjective. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, on the other hand, though, uh, Harry Potter. Did very well on USA's Today's top book, top ten books of the decade. Um, did very well uh, with a list by the Telegraph, which called it or which called J.K. Rowling the author of the decade. In many many reports, um, you know, Harry Potter was the or who called oh uh, Entertainment Weekly called Harry Potter the uh, entertainer of the decade. And I think they're absolutely right. I mean, you know, as we all can agree, Harry Potter definitely revolutionized the 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 the. John, uh, reading and entertainment and franchises is it, just unbelievable. Many industries, yeah, yeah. Well, with you, with USA Today, and and I hate to keep digging on people, but I'm going to continue to do it. <laughs> the facts in this USA Today article were completely off, right? And Name they them, called uh, Goblet of Fire the third book in the series, true. <laughs> um, <which laughs> And then uh, they spelt the name of the seventh movie wrong, or the seventh book wrong. Um, <laughs> and you emailed. And so the I decided re- I emailed the guy who wrote the article, mm-hmm. and because what happened oh, was God, no. he gave six of the top ten spots, six of the top ten spots on this list to Harry Potter books. Yeah. But none of them came in higher than number three. Order of the Phoenix came in at number three, and Which was- I said, "So hey, what's up?" Go ahead. Which is very weird because uh, number-wise, all-time number-wise, Harry Potter is number one in the decade. What is it? I think $450 million oh, yeah. worldwide. Um, Are you to, counting the whole series or what? I think so. Yeah, which can't compare. Um, you know, I, I think that's according to Wikipedia or something. So, yeah, that, that article on USA yeah. Today was, so, was way off. And he replied to you, right? He did. And uh, this guy, Bob Minsenheimer... He said on you your fail last at question journalism, first, Bob. Which, which, is, which was about how he put together the list. He said the list was based on all sales within the decade, regardless of when the book was published. For example, To Kill a Mockingbird came in at about 25 or so. And he said he would double-check the Potter facts that I said were wrong. And uh, <laughs> appreciate your close reading, Potter fans unite. Cheers. <laughs> Bob Very is getting funny. attacked in the live Ustream chat right now. Everybody who's listening to live. Oh. Bob yeah. fail. <laughs> Bob <laughs> LOL. <laughs> it's a Bob yeah. fail. Uh, so anyway, that, that's, that's very sad. But at least he learned his mistake, Micah. You know? He did. But he didn't correct the article, so I don't know how much he actually learned. Yeah, anyway. Well, what, what, uh, what else is going on? 
Well, we talked a little bit about Half-Blood Prince earlier. Um, the final numbers came out um, for the movie, and it finished with $934.5 million. Yeah. And that solidifies it as number eight for right now on the all-time box office list. Yeah. That is so wow. impressive. But I guess yeah. there's not much else to it's say a lot about of money. it. <laughs> That's a big number. It's a lot of money. And what else is in the news, you... Micah? Oh. <laughs> you played the song earlier, uh, Andrew. Um, nah, nah, and nah. Uh, Dan Radcliffe participated last week, I think it was, in a table reading of how to succeed in business without really trying. That's right. And it's a musical. Uh, I don't honestly know much more about it. Well, here's the thing about Eric this. Eric does. Here's the thing about this story. The, um, this new report has revealed that, like you said, he participated in a, in a table reading. And this guy who was there in the audience watching it, uh, he said that they were really – he said that he was really impressed with, by Dan. And he said uh, – uh, there's some quote in here about his singing. But I, I – did anyone else picture Dan Radcliffe as a singer? Like I never knew he had <laughs> sung before. So it's not, Yeah, I mean I, I knew that he uh, played instruments and stuff, but I didn't know he sang. Yeah. What, Eric? It'll be fun to watch. I wasn't um, the 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 role, the lead role, doesn't require that much um, musical, uh, you know, vocal talent. It's not that difficult, in other words, to to do that. Um, because I, you know, that was a role I picked up in high school, and I I had to have vocal training for it, but I didn't. Um, I was allowed to keep, you know, some of my vocal faults, in other words, because uh, the music wasn't really that too challenging. So I'm pretty sure Dan will do a a great job, but. As far as the story goes about him participating in a table read, you know, before this news story came out, I think it was either just a rumor or, or, or something. But, uh, you know, I know we'll be rating uh, news stories at the, you know, throughout this show. But in my opinion, this is my favorite news story of this year. <laughs> I think I think you see like potential to go and train him like you're going to write to him and be like, hey, Dan, uh, Dude, listen, I have to I have to. I'm very involved in yeah. the Harry Potter no, community, I, I just, and I feel that I could help you out. This could be very beneficial to both of us. Please, Dan, please. Sorry, I, Eric. I'm, I'm just passionate about this musical when I heard that it was going to be revived and that Dan Radcliffe could be in the lead role. I, I just I get excited. It's, I, I, I will have the first ticket to see it. It's I'll just be front row. Eric Skull. You heard it now. He'll be front row opening night. Standing by the stage door after the show, congratulating Eric Skull. So, All right, it's congratu- a great musical. It is a great musical. I'm glad you're. I'm. I'm and I'm glad. Not you're. enough people know about it, which is why I was glad you played that song. So thank you. <laughs> you are, you're the biggest fanboy for this upcoming uh, thing going on here. Uh, well, anyway, production. Yep. That does it for the news. We're going to, like I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to look at some of the best moments of uh, 2009. Uh, in MuggleCast history, and we're going to play them throughout the show. We're going to play the first one now. Uh, first clip was from episode 170, where we, when we interviewed the Goblet of Fire composer Patrick Doyle. Uh, Matt and Micah conducted this interview. Micah, do you want to set this clip up? No, this was just part of our interview with uh, composer Patrick Doyle. Uh, he was talking about um, how he really came up with the uh, was it the Harry Potter waltz on a whim. Uh, right. it, it was kind of just out of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, obviously it went on to become a lot of people's uh, favorite song from that film. Right. Okay. So let's go back in time and listen to it now. 
know. Well, the, the, the Harry Potter theme I wrote during a meeting with the director, believe it or not, the Harry Potter's Walls. Uh-huh. The other one I improvised with the ballad, with Wayne McGregor, I improvised the whole tune, believe mm-hmm. it or not. And, and I said, I'll write something else. He goes, no, that's fine. I improvise with the dancers. He goes, I said, do you like this? He goes, yeah, we love it. Okay, well, keep it. (laughs) So that's a true story. That's a true story. Uh, All right. Well, thank you so much, Patrick Doyle. Um, It was really great talking to you. It's my pleasure. It's it's my real pleasure, okay? Okay. Well, you have have fun hosting a film screening. There are going to be so many people there wanting to ask you so many questions. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to it very much. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Cheers, guys. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. So there you go. That's a little piece of Margot. He talked so fast. I don't know how you guys could have understood him. And speaking of that, Matt's going to join us now. Matt, hello. Are you on mic yet? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Hey. I'm here. Hey. Hi, Uh, Matt. Hi. So uh, that's one of the greatest <laughs> the moments chat exploded, in, Matt. in MuggleCast oh. history. Well, how the transcribers could possibly understand what he was saying, I have no idea. Did they get it uh, transcribed? They, no, they did a pretty good job. Yeah. Oh, well, good job, transcribers. But the, yeah, that was very hard. So anyway, okay, this I'm really excited for. We're about to start our uh, year in review. And uh, this is actually the second time that we're doing these uh, MuggleCasties awards. And basically, it's, it's, a, it's a very exciting event. Um, this is our second inv- annual event, as I said before. And how it's going to work is I'm going to place a poll live on Ustream right at this moment. Uh, and we're going to do it for each category. And then listeners will be able to vote live and decide which uh, item wins in that category. Sound fun? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, so you got really rid fun. of the Emma Watson really poll. Sounds awesome. Uh, we did get rid of it because we had to leave it for Ben, but maybe we'll do it the next episode. I didn't have the stuff. I didn't have the stuff prepared. Okay. So. Uh, I don't think I want to know. <laughs> so our first category today <laughs> oh, is, is best uh, Harry Potter video. And the first option is going to be a very Potter musical, which was, uh, you know, that Harry Potter musical that that uh, acting troupe created a few months ago. It really took the um, fandom by, by storm because it was very well written. Then we also have the, the Deathly Hallows, the first Deathly Hallows trailer, which of course came out with the uh, Half Blood Prince DVD, and we also have Half Blood Prince, uh, the fourth trailer, and the final nominee is the Wizarding World fly-through uh, for the Wizarding World of Harry Potter theme park. I am going to put the poll up now, and listeners, begin voting. Now as we oh, wait Andrew, here, I have yes. to ask you about this fourth, uh, the fourth video had scenes in it that weren't in the movie, like the black smoke Death Eaters, like, were approaching Hogwarts and all that. I don't recall actually seeing this trailer in theaters or, or at all before the movie. Can you read oh, the Half-Blood Prince, the fourth trailer you're referring to? Yeah, yeah, the one you have listed on the year in review. Oh, it was in website. theaters. Trust me. Yes. Okay. Okay. You can't see the poll. Well, the, the results are in. Oh, sorry. I, sh- I guess I should have explained how. I, I, in the video window, there's a little poll button, guys, and you click that, and then you can vote. Um, actually, these results are very surprising. Fifty-two percent of the uh, vote go. Fifty-two um, percent uh, of the audience has voted for a very Potter musical, the Harry Potter musical. It's huge. I 
I agree 100% for that. I kind of figured. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, but really? Like I said, I had to convince you guys to keep that in the impact yeah. category. Yeah. <laughs> it's that big a deal. Well, well, like, think, well, think about it, Andrew. Like, that shows the Potter community. Like, everything else was produced by Warner Brothers, and you know, it, this was made by Harry Potter fans, just like you and me. That's true. Uh, it's huge. Like Not yeah. to mention, I mean, Brothers. this thing yeah. is huge. I know people who, you know, I was sort of expecting when I watched it that it would be sort of just like a viral thing within the Potter community. But there were people at my school who are not involved at Harry Potter at all who had seen it. Yeah. I mean, it's big. It, it was well, well it, it was re- well written. It was well designed. It was entertaining. The music was good. It was just all around good. What were you going to say, Mikey? I was going to say, didn't it also get picked up by a couple of news channels, too? Like, I remember. Probably. Yeah, Maybe my... that's just me saying. Yeah, no, I think mm-hmm. it got picked up. So it was pretty big, you know, not just in our community, but the fact that it was made by, you know, fans, I think, make it that much more, you know, of an impact. On right. It. So and at least it was I, a college I really group. enjoyed it. It was a I've... college theater group. Yeah. Right? It was the University of Michigan's you know, theater department came up with this musical. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And now I, I, I know someone who goes to that school, and some of those guys are still there. The rest graduated, but it's it's absolutely awesome. I mean, I haven't seen the video, but everyone tells me I should. So, 35% of the vote went to the Deathly Hollows trailer one, and 14% went to the Half-Blood Prince trailer. Only 2% went to the Wizarding World fly-through. Oh. So they, Which I watched, and I yeah. thought it was cool. Mm. Okay, our next category in the second annual Muggle Casties Award is Most Interesting Potter Star on Twitter. Uh, as we all know, Twitter really exploded this year, and a few big Harry Potter store, uh, stars all started using the social networking service. Uh, our first nominee tonight is Tom Felton, uh, mm-hmm. arguably the most followed uh, Potter star on Twitter, I think. Arguably, yes. Yes, arguably. Uh, probably not arguably. Probably statistically. Can, can you summarize interesting things that he's done this year that he's tweeted about? No. He's, he, well, he, he, he toured the Half Blood Prince set. Hello. But well, why you, don't you let people vote and then we can discuss it? We will. All right, here we go. The poll yeah. has just begun. Uh, once again, the most interesting Potter star on Twitter. Oh, the rest of the nominees are Tom yeah, Felton, <laughs> Matt Lewis, Warwick Davis, and J.K. Rowling. Now, J.K. Oh. Rowling hasn't tweeted much, but she's J.K. Rowling. So. <laughs> exactly. See, I you know, say, I, I have, have a feeling. One of- Good, Laura. I was just going to say, I only follow one of these people. Uh, which one is that? Really? Well, I, I don't want to say it because I don't want to influence the it's voting. It's Warwick Davis, isn't it? <laughs> but you know what? I, I, follow War- I follow Warwick Davis, and honestly, that's who my vote would go for. Just because he constantly, like, when he's bored, he'll just put questions. And I've tweeted at him a couple times, and he's responded to my yeah. questions. Wow. He's, you know, he's like, oh, wow. he's like at Mikey Boutreau. And I, I, of course, <laughs> well, I that is your Twitter name, Mikey. About Star Wars. All right. Well, the results are in. <laughs> like that drum roll? Isn't that cool? Tom Felton wins the most cool. interesting Potter star on Twitter with 67% oh. of the vote. J.K. Rowling uh, received 21% yeah, of the vote. Me. Matt Lewis received 9%, and Warwick Davis, Mikey's favorite, only received 3%. Oh, so close, <laughs> well, Mikey. See, like, like, I'm I don't sorry. See, see, hold on. See, I knew that was going to happen because, like, I don't know how many people actually follow Warwick Davis that are Potter fans. But seriously, like, I knew Tom Felton was going to win. But honestly, it followed Warwick Davis. He is so interesting to follow because he posts yeah. some really weird stuff. And, of course, he also posts stuff, like, while on the set. He's, like, 
he'll tweet in between weights on his trailer and he'll walk. He's like, today I'm dressed up as Flitwick. And, I, you know, he actually plays a couple of characters in the Potter, you know, universe. So, yeah. Well, I, cool. I think I like J.K. Rowling should yeah. have Yeah, uh, come on. The, fewest the most interesting non-tweets of all time was J.K. Rowling. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, Did you see that tweet? Tweets, yeah. Did you see that tweet she didn't tweet? It was amazing. Yeah, I saw that tweet she didn't tweet every day. <laughs> okay, well, it's time now for our next category. Uh, this is an interesting one. Most shocking news story. Uh, the nominees <laughs> are Jamie Waylett, convicted of cannabis possession. J.K. Rowling gets a Twitter account. Dan Radcliffe to appear naked in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. And a former Bush, a former Bush administrator uh, official reveals J.K. Rowling did not receive the Presidential Medal because uh, the books promoted witchcraft. The poll is beginning now, and the results are coming in. I'm going to restart the Skype conversation, guys, so you can uh, hopefully get this fixed. Matt, do you want to comment on these stories? Well, first of all, I thought that when you said Jamie Whaley convicted of a cannabis possession, I thought you said Jamie Whaley converts to cannibalism. <laughs> no, he, I don't think he's eating his own yet. Um, <laughs> so, yes, uh, the results are oh, coming. Oh, wow. In. Sounds so much better. Now. Oh, it does? Well, good. Um, yeah, it's clean. It's clean. Oh, Remember, oh. this is most shocking. This is fun. This, this is, is like watching shocking. one of those carnival games with the horses. Okay. I don't really think the last one is very shocking. <laughs> Laura, I can't resist. <laughs> I'll shut up now. I can't, oh, I can't contain myself. Oh, you Democrat agenda. Okay, well, uh, the results are in, and the winner of the most shocking news story goes to... I almost ha- I had to stare at it for an extra second because the results are so close. Dan Radcliffe to appear naked in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. That really? received Yeah, received 36% of the vote. This was shocking? Yes. Huh. Jamie Whalick convicted of cannabis possession yeah. received 30% of the vote. Uh, former Bush administration, blah, 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 received 25% of the vote. And J.K. Rowling getting a Twitter received 9%. Hmm. Analysis. Analysis. Mike Katanabon. The, uh, the, the cannabis. I, I think it was probably more shocking that he wasn't coming back for the final two films because of it than the fact that he got convicted of it. Right. But I still would expect that to be a lot higher. Mm-hmm. Eric, what do you think? Yeah. Those pictures were pretty shocking. What's, it's roughly... What pictures? The pictures of him with his uh, plant. Yes. No. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying Daniel Radcliffe naked or something. No. no. Oh, well, it's roughly 30%. I mean, Awkward it's silence. These, even, even the Bush administrator got 25% of the vote here. So I think that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty close. I mean, it's closer than it could be. So I don't know. Just overall, this was not as shocking. Neither none of these stories are as shocking as Dumbledore being gay, but some are close. <laughs> no, well, nothing. Well, that anything, didn't happen this year. Will anything ever no. be a mo- more shocking story than Dumbledore being revealed as gay? No. no. In fact, I think that should have been a poll option, even though it didn't happen this year. <laughs> you should just have it have wow. it run over. It was that shocking that it could actually win a category that it doesn't even fit into. All right, well... Uh, oh, t- sorry, we spoiled people. People in the chat say that we spoiled them, that they, they didn't know that Dumbledore was gay. Oh, God. Well, then you're severely behind in news. Then why are you here? Yeah, exactly. Oh, snap, Laura. Yeah, we're reviewing news in 2009. Wow. Oh, man. That- Mama's gonna crack the whip. Okay, well, it's time now <laughs> for our s- next category, Biggest Impact on the Fandom. 
the nominees. Warner Brothers announces an end date to the movie series. Deathly Hallows Part 2 will be in theaters July 15, 2011. Next story. The IMAX release of Harry Potter 6 is pushed back two weeks due to an existing agreement with IMAX to show Transformers. Uh, fans everywhere were confused and angry that WB did not think before rescheduling the date. We discussed that on the show a lot, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, June 21st, an acting tr- uh, ne- ne- next category. An acting troupe produces and releases a Harry Potter, Potter musical on YouTube. It goes viral for several months. It is removed, citing infringement by Warner Brothers, and is a huge hit with Harry Potter fans for its great music and funny dialogue. And the final nominee and the biggest impact story on the fandom for 2009. Azcatraz, a Harry Potter conference held by Harry Potter education fanon, takes place in San Francisco, California. That night, wizard rock bands play a concert on a four-hour dinner cruise circling uh, Azcatraz, Alcatraz Island. Or Azcatraz. Alcatraz Al- Island. Alcatraz, Sorry. yeah. Somebody wrote yeah. Azcatraz, Alcatraz Island. I was like, what? I d- that was me. My bad. All right. Well, let's. That be- was July 17th of this year. All right. Uh, the poll is now open. Results are coming in by Ooh. the second. I'm going to vote myself. No, you can't vote. It's against the rules. No, no, I'm doing it. <laughs> I've voted every poll so far. I- I've been voting, Andrew. Oh, well, so then we have to. Come on. I vo- how, how do you think we got 2% for Warwick oh. Davis? Come on. We I have voted. to. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah. one of the He was the people. one vote. <laughs> <laughs> War, uh, Mikey hey. has like 10 computers around him to make sure he gets <laughs> he bumps up works his works category nominee. Hey, I also got my iPhone going. You know, I'm all over the place with Warwick Davis here. All right, the results are wow. in. The winner of the biggest impact on the fandom. Warner Brothers announces the Deathly Hallows Part 2 release date. I guess wow. that makes sense. I- I'm surprised yeah, it-, it wasn't it like does. a landslide. For what? F- for all the voting. Yeah. I mean, really? I mean, really? Oh, sorry. I thought um, that. Uh, I guess that makes sense. Honestly, I was sad when they released that date. I was like, "It's the end! It's the end of the world! It's the beginning of the end!" Well, what are we gonna do? What's everyone else think? Well, I mean, I, I I can't share my excitement that you did, but yeah, I I, I believe I I'm on your side. I think it's bittersweet because. Of course, we really do want to see the final movie, and it'll be nice to sort of um, have the whole thing wrapped up and so we can kind of like look back on it and reminisce. But at the same time, it does feel very, very soon. Right. <laughs> so, which, which does make it yeah. very uh, sad. I looked at this news and I said, you know what? That's awesome because it's <laughs> two years ahead. I don't need to worry about it. <laughs> I can just Living imagine. life day to day, as one does, it's two years ahead. I you can know, just we'll see, get to Eric see the movie. I'm not. Too. I could just see you looking at your yeah. email going, you know what? That's great. <laughs> That's great news. <laughs> just saying it out loud. Uh, it's two years from now, you know? You don't need to worry about it. Good stuff. Okay. Well, it's time for our next category. The, I, these... I was excited. Mikey, I didn't ask for your opinion. I know you didn't. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait here. It's fine. Andrew doesn't like me today. It's fine. Still waiting. Um, Still I was waiting. excited. I, I, I feel like Eric here, you know? I, I saw it, and... uh we already went through the end of everything with the books, and we realized it wasn't the end. Right. Um, I'm just excited to see the movies. And I know when they're all said and done, um, I, I, I think it'll be like Laura said. We'll be able to reminisce. Again, bringing it back to my Star Wars and Warwick Davis here. I watch those movies all the time still, and I still watch them. And come on, I'm talking about it now. So I'm still going to reminisce about Harry Potter, even when it's all said and done. 
Well, it's so, time now for our next on, category. Uh, hey, uh, Andrew, we should what? have guest presenters. We should have guest presenters. Like, we should like we who? should invite people from. Yeah, War- well, you know, like Warwick the Davis. real award shows have like Hollywood actors. Exactly, Warwick Davis should should tweet the nominees of this week's uh, of the next category. Well, I'll tell you uh, what. You, hey, hold you, on, you, Mike, you I'm, doing a, at, I'm doing it. I'm doing it at tweet right now. Yeah, ask him right now. If you if you right. can get him to do it, uh, I think we still have his Skype name from from uh, the the interview that we did with him many years ago. So. Uh, we, we can bring them in here. <laughs> anyway, our next category. <laughs> these next few categories are Half-Blood Prince oriented because, as everybody knows, um, Half-Blood Prince came out this year. So we wanted to you know, reflect on the movie uh, as a whole. And we got some good uh, general categories. Or, yeah, general categories. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, this first category is Best Returning Half-Blood Prince Actor. Returning what Half-Blood is, Prince what, what, Actor. What's the logic in this? What do you mean? Returning Half Blood Prince actor. What? what is, as in not new. Yeah, they, I mean, no. someone who hasn't died yet. No, no, yeah. no. New. As in not new. Best returning Half Blood Prince actor. Okay. The nominees are Rupert Grint, Alan Rickman, Michael Gambon, and Tom Felton. Polls are now open. Ladies wait, and gentlemen, wait. I, I missed this. What is this one? I, I'm sorry. I was best returning Half Blood Prince actors? actor. Best yeah, not actors new actors that actor. you enjoyed in Half Blood Prince. Yeah, but who are from previous films. Exactly. We wanted to separate them. Because, you know, they've done six films now, for God's sake, with the exception of Michael Gammon. So, who's really the best? Who's really learned? Why is Michael. (laughs) What's that, Mikey? Yeah, I I am highly disappointed with these results. You know know how much. You know how much I hate Michael Gambon, and it's not I hate him. It's just you just said hate. <laughs> so nominees are in. Winners are in. The winner is, oh man, this is close. Tom Felton with 235 votes. Alan Rickman coming in a very close second with 226. Only a 10 vote difference there. Uh, Rupert Grint comes in with 167 votes, and Michael Gambon in last place with only 70 votes. Huh. I'm, I'm shocked. I am absolutely utterly shocked. Like I don't like Michael Gambon's role in the Harry Potter series at all either, with the exception of Harry with Hapla Prince. With Hapla Prince, that was what was most shocking about movie six to me was how well Michael Gambon did. So I am surprised that he did not win over more of well, our Muggle cast listeners than I thought he than you know well, than okay, that. You know what, Eric, you and I least You and I can vote for Michael Gambon being the best improved out of the franchise all right he's a, he most is the improved. best improved yeah. i will say he is the, he's the most improved he gets that little star he's the most improved but out i of the hate franchise. him i think no I no no know. i was gonna I say thought tom felton improved well, a lot oh no he did and i was I gonna say oh, that's actually what i was gonna pulled. go yeah tom and alan rickman uh, both did an amazing job in this film michael what do you that's think just me michael I, I think that since uh tom felton this award and the Twitter award, people should tweet Tom Felton that he just won this award. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he tweets about winning there other awards. Yeah. Say, so, you're welcome. <laughs> Laura, you never revealed who the one person you yeah. follow is. Who was that? Oh, right. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> oh. Well, I got to say, here's the other yeah, thing about Tom. He was yeah. hot this year. Uh, we discussed MuggleCast. Uh, we've discussed this on MuggleCast before. Um, he was very attractive this year. No, that's not what I meant. What I meant was... His abs were amazing. What I meant was... 
Half Blood Prince or Warner Brothers was really pushing him on the Half Blood Prince uh, promo campaign. I mean, he was all over America doing interviews. Yeah. Uh, when the DVD came out, he was doing it again. They they were really pushing him in this film. So and, and the film itself, you know, really made time for him. You know, I mean, he's the villain. He's the one who has to kill Dumbledore. But you know, the way the film was made really focused on Tom Felton skulking around Hogwarts and kind of paid more attention to his character than as in previous installments. Right. Installments. Installments. Okay, it's time now for our next category, Best Returning Half-Blood Prince Actress. Ooh. And we have some great nominees here. They are uh, Bonnie Wright, who plays Ginny Weasley, Maggie Smith, who plays Professor McGonagall, Emma Watson, who plays Hermione Granger, and Helena Bonham Carter, who plays Bellatrix Lestrange. Starting the poll now, and here we go. Hmm. Tom Felton's not... Part of the list? No, Tom Felton does not make this list. <laughs> you guys should really I vote for Tom Felton. <laughs> right yeah, uh, it's a shame we can't have a right inbox. Laura, I would nominate you for this category. Just for, or I would vote for you if you were an actress. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I know. I think I really again improved. the first time full force is up. You know, it, it's last. Ooh, ooh, I'm winning. Go, go, go! <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing again. All right, the winner is Helena. Always, oh wait, always. I need to drum roll. The winner is. Oh wait, actually, I'm not last. My wife, Helena Bonham Carter, with 43 percent of the vote. Woo! Emma Watson coming in second. That, I guess that's pretty surprising with 32 percent of the vote. What? Ma- <laughs> Maggie Smith comes in with 12 percent, and Bonnie Wright comes in with 11 percent. So. Interesting results there. Helena's great. I mean, you can't argue with that. Oh, man. Oh, Maggie Smith's birthday was just the other day. Yeah, Maggie Smith and Bonnie Wright were kind of neck and neck in this poll. And I just wanted to say that that's awesome. Um, But it also shows how many people didn't really like Ginny in this film. Um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, I've never really been impressed with her. Who? You know, I mean, she was okay, but I just, I found her to be kind of flat Mm. in terms of her acting. Yeah. she, she, just like in Goblet of Fire, like her one thing when she comes up to Harry sitting down and stuff like that. Like that's as much as I see her like in any of them, even though she was featured more in this movie. Like, I don't know. Bonnie Wright just really hasn't brought the essence of Ginny to me at all. Yeah. And when you watch her in interviews, you know, she's just sort of like, oh, it's like, it's just a bore. I'm sorry, Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, yeah, but I was, I was disappointed Wright. Maggie Smith didn't get as many. Yeah, well, she wasn't really in the film as much, though. I think that's the main reason why she didn't have so many votes. Yeah. Okay, well, it's know, time man. now I, I, I for love... our next category, Best New Potter Actor. <laughs> and the uh, nominees are Jim Broadbent for his portrayal as Horace Slughorn. I wish we had a giant audience like applauding for each nominee. You know how at the Oscars, it's like, Jim Broadbent, yeah! Horace Slughorn. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Cave, <laughs> Lavender Brown. Oh my God! Yeah! Helen McCrory, Narcissa Malfoy. <laughs> Hero Fine Stiffen, <laughs> Young Tom Riddle. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna start the poll, and here we go. Uh, by the way, while the results are coming in, we also have to give a few honorable mentions because there were a few great new actors. Um, David Legano, 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 something like that, who played Fenrir Greyback. Uh, Freddie Stroma, who played... He was really great at snarling. Yes, he was. But he also looked... Yes. 
uh, Freddie Stroma as Cormac McClagan and Alerica Glacker as the waitress. (laughs) Freddie Stroma was not my Cormac McClagan, at least not in my head. But man, he came across as annoying as Cormac McClagan was supposed to be. He did a great job. Laura, your analysis on this? Um, Yeah, I have to say that I agree with Mikey on that. I mean, when I read Cormac in the books, I sort of read him as kind of an unattractive, um, kind of dense sort of guy. But I really enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed the way that um, that Freddie Stroma played him in the film. Mm -hmm. Okay. uh, Well, the results are in, and the winner is the winner is. Jim Broadbent with 41% of the vote. Yeah. I agree with I that. I agree. That's yeah, awesome. I agree totally. Yeah. He 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 looked great. He played the role great. No doubt about that. He was great. And people weren't expecting it, were they? Or was I? I don't what do you mean? I don't think I was. Well, um you know, just Jim Broadbent, you know, we had no he didn't have the mustache walrus look in the book, so we didn't know what to expect until oh, we started seeing him in right. trailers, etc. And turns out, you know, he's he's awesome in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was good. Yep. Hero uh, finds Tiffin. I mean, he didn't have. Uh, it's hard to. See. He was he but was really like, disturbing. Hmm? Impact. Yeah. What do you mean? And he's got second place. Right. Hero uh, finds Tiffin had a big impact. You know, not that big a scene in the movie, but. He, you know, people gave him this second uh, place award here. Yeah, you just look mm. at him and you go, oh. You know, I think he was every, creepy. every single one of these actresses Evil. or actors did a really good job. I'm just thinking, I mean, because, I mean, I agree. Oh, yeah. Helen McRory got like only 4% of the votes, but I mean, she still did an, an amazing job playing Mrs. Malfoy. Yeah. Well, she was in it for like two seconds. But those two seconds but- were awesome. <laughs> were the best two seconds of your life. Yeah. Um, I have to say, wow. you know, Jessie Cave, I think she deserves some kudos too because she was oh, yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. She, she was, was hilarious. hilarious. Oh, my God. Man. And oh, my she God. was so close like to being OMG. second place. It was a very close percentage. We didn't read the percentages on this one, but she came very close. Yeah. It was within 10 votes. Okay. Time now for the next category Best Half Blood Print Scene. The nominees are The Burrow Attack, Dumbledore's Death. Uh, Ron's friends visit him in the hospital, where, as Laura just mentioned, Jesse Cave shined, and uh, Slughorn's dinner. Dinner. <laughs> the poll is now open for everybody to vote. You know, I was surprised there was no clapping like after Dumbledore's death. You know, just we just missed it. I was like, there was clapping after you know Burrow attack, and then I was like, oh, is anyone going to clap after Dumbledore's death? Because it's sad. You know? No, no, no clapping, just tears. Silent it, tears. Yeah, we were all, it was all silent. It was just like, oh. And you clapped in theaters, though. I did not clap in theaters, but I was <laughs> laughing because I was sitting next to Laura when she was watching it for the first time, and <laughs> you and Elisa oh, no. were just bawling, weren't you? We I have a tie, bawling. Andrew. Elisa was. Do we? No, we don't have a tie. We, we oh, have a tie. Close. Yes, it, it's, it's within one vote. It's definitely a tie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is very close. Um, uh, yeah, it's not going to change. Number one is Ryan's friends visit him in the hospital. Sorry, really? I forgot the drum roll that time. But coming in a very close second is Dumbledore's death. There's only a difference of about 10 votes at this very moment. Oh, wow. Interesting stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're, well that, that scene in the hospital is probably the, one of the funniest scenes in the entire film. Yeah. I think, I think Michael I was... Gambon's part made it the funniest yeah. for me. Definitely oh, the adults. The way the adults you just know, stand there. do that. 
they're just quiet the whole time and you're like you're aware of them being there and exactly. then they just watch yeah definitely. as i think i Sorry, said on an old episode of MuggleCast, like it's so funny watching these big time actors in this scene and they're just they just have to watch this teenage nonsense it's, it's just hilarious mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm surprised you didn't put um, oh. the felix felicis scene in here the felix felicis scene oh. yeah with him and slughorn with yeah, we completely good. forgot. Yeah, I was surprised scene. the cave wasn't in here. Either. Guys, we yeah. can only. Su- oh, sorry. We can only put in four, so we had to narrow it. Down. But did you expect the burrow attack to win best half blood prince scene? No. Uh, you should. You should apologize now. That well, was no I blame. I blame Micah for that one. Micah, any rebuttal? <laughs> What? Uh, you put it in there. I didn't put the burrow attack <laughs> in. Maybe it so, was best pyro uh, half-blood punch scene over Hagrid's hut. It had the most fire, but even the cave beats that out. You know what that wins? That it's, wins most overhyped scene. And we'll have that category yes. last year. Everyone was like, oh my god, this new scene is going to be in half-blood prints. It was the worst That was thing you, Andrew. Seen. You were saying that. Oh my god, this new scene. <laughs> no, but the press were doing that too. I was, I was excited. I was excited for it, and then I was let yeah. down. Oh, just a bit. Oh, I stand corrected. <laughs> the 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 press were like, "There's this new scene that J.K. Rowling did not write," and at the time it was it, it was interesting because it was the first time that it was happening that they were adding a scene, and you know it, it looked cool in pictures, and then you see it. I just didn't think it was that well done. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'm so confused. But anyway, it's <laughs> time for oh, Bob fails. It's time for our next category. This is our final Half-Blood Prince category. And then we're going to have the second annual J.K. Rowling Award. Okay? Um, and last year, we remember that went to J.K. Rowling. So, very excited to see who it goes to this year. Um, much has changed in the Harry Potter fandom over the past year. So, who yeah. knows who will win. Yeah. Um, so, the nominees for this final Half-Blood Prince category. Like I said, best Half-Blood Prince scene. Or maybe I didn't say that. I don't know. It's a lot going on in my head right now. We just now. did that. We just did that one. Oh. We just did that. Oh, so we're Andrew, done. We, oh, okay. We we're done. That. Sorry. Remember, <laughs> remember oh, it was Ron's, the JK Ron's Rowling friends award. visit him in the hospital. Well, you omitted it. <laughs> you omitted a challenge. Okay. Or, I'm, uh, one of these. Uh, I thought I was having some serious day job you there for a second. I guess I just suffered from some serious, uh, I don't know. Memory failure. Yeah. Uh, Bob fail. <sighs> yeah. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I just had a Bob fail. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we're gonna start. That's gonna be. We're gonna sell that on a shirt. We're gonna make that big. All You're right. the guy who Mike. Uh, people are asking who Bob is. Late comers to the show. Bob is the man that Micah reamed for <laughs> stating facts incorrectly <laughs> in print at the beginning Micah of this episode. Okay. Well, now is that he I have US, USA Today, right? Yeah. Is that who he's for? Yeah, Bob fail from USA Today. Now that I have my head huh. on straight, it's time for the final category, which is the J.K. Rowling Award. <laughs> um, and like I said last year, uh, the award went to J.K. Rowling. So very exciting to see who it goes to this year. We'll start the voting now. The nominees are J.K. Rowling. Oh. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> and Tom Felton. <laughs> J.K. Rowling and J.K. Rowling. All four categories are J.K. Rowling because, after all, it is the J.K. Rowling Award. Um, very close results it's looking like right now. <laughs> it's all even. <laughs> it's neck and neck. Except the bottom one. The bottom one's like right. way behind. It's all right. In the lead is J.K. Rowling, followed by J.K. Rowling. Next to J.K. Oh, here comes J.K. Rowling coming up to second place. <laughs> yeah, J.K. Rowling number four is failing. Very. Uh, J.K. Rowling number four is suffering from a, what we like to call a Bob fail. The, 
Well, you know, that's also the one I voted for, so it makes sense, you know. <laughs> All right, the winner is in. The winner of the J.K. Rowling Award goes to J.K. Rowling number two. <laughs> Congratulations, J.K. Rowling. Yes. J.K. Rowling, would you like to make a speech? That was the one you said was... No. Okay, maybe next year. <laughs> what did you say, Eric? <laughs> Uh, number two was the one that Laura said also was Tom Felton. Okay, well, that yeah. does it for the second annual Muggle Cassidy's Award. That was fun. That was a good way of looking back at the top stories of the year. We're actually going to have one more poll thing, but first, we're going to look at another uh, best of Muggle Cast moment. This next one is from episode 172, where we interviewed Mary Grand Prix. Uh, of course, as everyone knows, she is the illustrator of the uh, Harry Potter books in the United States. And here's that clip now. Because there's so many you have to illustrate when you're including the, the character um, pictures, too. Sorry, I, I trimmed this clip wrong. The, the question I was asking was, uh, what, what was the most challenging? Was there any challenges you encountered? Were there any challenges with that? <laughs> um, not so much. I think um, because, she, because she really describes well. Yeah. how people look. I mean, it, I, it's not like I had to make them up. I really just had to pay attention to what she was saying um, and kind of envision the character in my head. And I and I really stayed away from watching the movies because, um, well, for for one thing, they come out after the books, and, you know, and I mm-hmm. didn't want to get caught up in the um, special effects and and the, the wow factor of the, you know, laser beams or whatever you see on the TV. But, I mean, it's just, you know, I just really wanted to make the books um, pure and simple and, and and true to the writing. And um, so I really just paid attention to the writing when it came to deciding how characters look. Or there you go. Like, well, she goes on and on. But yeah, it was, it was, really very, does. It was a very good interview. Um, and we did learn a lot from her. And thanks again to Mary Grand Prix for coming on the show. Yeah. Yay. Anything to say about that, Micah? No, I thought it was cool how she didn't go see the movies because she didn't want them influencing the characters that she had to draw. Yeah, exactly. Any of that laser beam stuff or what she, whatever she said. Laser yeah. beam? <laughs> That's very cool. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, she was right, though, but it took a while to get to that answer. Now it's time for... Yeah. We're going to look at the top seven stories of the year and sort of order them. Um what we're going to do, we have already ordered stories seven through five, but we're going to get let the listeners listening right now on Ustream um, vote to decide which uh, how, how the top four stories rank. So we'll start with story number seven. Uh, in our opinion, Warner Brothers releases the Ultimate Edition DVDs for Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets, providing hours of never-before-seen material. Have any of you guys gotten these DVDs yet? No. I got the Blu-ray versions for Christmas. No. I'm very, very excited. Oh, yeah? You haven't watched them yet, Mikey? That's very cool. Yeah, I got I Well, I've, I've thumbed through the book. I haven't had time to watch them. I actually okay. just got them today because it missed it miss Christmas. But I opened them up, looked through the books that come with it, and I am thoroughly impressed. Like, I am so excited. So yeah. much so that I feel bad that I bought Half-Blood Prince already, the three-disc one, because I really mm-hmm. want to get all of them in, a, you know, on, Mikey, on the Ultimate Edition. As excited as you are... You cannot prepare yourself for the awesomeness of those DVDs. Oh, I, I really can't. I know. I know. I can't. Like, I'm so excited. Like, I saw it today, and I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" And I kind of didn't want to come on the show because I wanted to watch them. But then, well, yeah, I, I said, kn- "You know what? I have to come on the show and talk about how awesome these, you know, DVDs look." 
Did you see that they have the, the little insert has actually the picture of all eight of the DVD Ultimate Collections, the colors of them and everything? Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. I mean, it's just going to oh. be really exciting to have these all on your shelf, just all complete. Like, here's the movies. Here's the past 10 years of my life sitting on a shelf. You know, yeah. right I'm so it's gonna t- it's gonna take up a whole shelf. They're wide discs. You know, the boxes <laughs> it's like an inch and a half thick. I I am super excited. You're gonna need Although a bigger shelf. Thing, exactly. <laughs> one thing I will say. One thing I will say is the ultimate editions. You want to make sure you buy them sooner rather than later because the uh, digital copy is only good till the end of uh, 2010. Till That's December, right. Like oh, digital oh, copy. You got a full year. I know. Well, yeah, I know. But you know, it's still it's one of those things where you're not gonna get the full ultimate edition experience, experience by not being able to take it with you know you yeah. and your ipod and your zune and everything else because that's part of the ultimate edition again we are looking at the top seven stories of the year right now uh story number six is uh the harry potter exhibition to the, the to the delight of fans everywhere harry potter the exhibition debuted in chicago giving them giving the fans the unique opportunity to experience the movies firsthand it then moved on to boston and its next stop will be canada in toronto eric i know you've been there i think you're the only one in our little posse here that's been there I, i've been there three times ah, show off Tell us about it. I mean, <laughs> it was cool. It was fans, it was just know? seriously um, one of the most exciting parts of the Harry Potter tour exhibition was actually at the 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 end they had uh, positioned the Bloody Baron costume. If oh. if you can imagine that far back, way back in Sorcerer's Stone, for that little scene where he's flying across the Slytherin table in the in the Great Hall, um, the outfit for that. And and pretty much the whole exhibition went like this. It was a showcase of the craftiness and immense detail that yeah. went into these movies. And, of course, there were interactive games like the Quaffle Toss and things like that, which are still touring. And I won't say too much about it. You know, we did a report. Yeah. But it was awesome. It was just really awesome to see these items that were in the films, you know, set up somewhere separate from the films, not seeing them on screen. And, and my God, the uh, – the costumes from Prisoner of Azkaban were so small. Like, the trio Aww. was just ridiculously small. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, overall... So it's really cool. It's a really great idea for Warner Brothers to do. And uh, it'll be moving into Toronto next year. And uh, who knows where else it'll move on to uh, next year. Number five in our list of the top seven stories of the year. The Half-Blood Prince trailers. All 450 million of them, as Micah writes. In our Google Doc, <laughs> there were a lot of Half-Blood Prince trailers, and I think the best one is the one that we put in the, the award show, Half-Blood Prince, excuse me, Half-Blood Prince trailer number four. Um, just really good stuff, and the reason why it's in this list is because the fandom, you know, whenever a new trailer is out, the fandom goes crazy. Everybody's really excited by the trailers because there's suddenly all of this new material. Uh-huh. Um, so, what, what else, anything else to say about the trailers? I mean... We, all, all of our live shows. No, I can't there. remember. Hmm? I can't remember if this was the fourth trailer, but the one that wasn't completely finished with McGonagall's lightning bolt up into the sky. <laughs> that, Do you yeah. guys remember talking about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that wasn't the fourth one. That that, that was that, that was, was the, the, the one fire. that leaked. That was the fire trailer, I believe. <laughs> that yeah. W- oh, okay. Yeah, it was the fire themed um, trailer when everything was on fire. Yeah, that, that that was the one that leaked. It was, according to Warner Brothers, it leaked in Japan. According to Warner Brothers, it 
wasn't finished. So that effect where the wand goes up. And every time I see that scene in the movie now, I think <laughs> I think of that corny little like <laughs> Windows movie maker lightning bolt that they inserted on the thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, very funny. I, hopefully no more of that nonsense uh, with the next film, you know. With with the trailers, uh, so story number four. Yeah. Okay, okay. Here's how it's going to work now. No, what? Oh, you're correcting me. Um, no, I was trying to stop you from saying what story number four was. Okay, so here's what's going to happen, and uh, Micah, you can read the nominees while I'm creating this poll. Um, to select the the final four stories, uh, you know, ordered, you know, from least to best. The, be- the best stories. I'm warning this terribly. Um, we're going to let everybody on Ustream right now vote. And uh, Micah, why don't you read each of those stories, and the poll will begin once you uh, finish. All right. So uh, it, these are in no particular order. But um, the four stories are, uh, in one of the most debated topics of the year, Half-Blood Prince receives a PG rating. Uh, Universal Studios Orlando announces The Wizarding World of Harry Potter will open in the spring of 2010 and releases concept art of three park rides in various other stores and shops. With the release of the Half-Blood Prince DVD, we get our first glimpse at Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. And the final uh, one that you can vote on is after waiting an additional eight months, Half-Blood Prince is released worldwide. It makes $58.4 million in the first 24 hours and finishes as the number eight highest grossing film of all time. Wow. So there we go. And how, so how this is going to work is we're going to order the stories based on how many each story gets. So the story that receives the most votes will be deemed the top story of 2010 and, or 2009, so on and so on. Voting is now open. I'm excited for this. Oh, let's get the music up. Here we go. You know... Oh boy, results are coming in. It seems to be almost unanimous. At unanimous. You know, I'm surprised that uh, the Deathly Hollows trailer is like in the end. It's not even in here. Well, no, it is Half Blood Prince DVD release with the Half Blood Prince trailer. Oh, oh right, right. Or not the Half Blood Prince, the Deathly Hollows trailer. Right. And that's like losing like by a lot. <laughs> I was excited about that. <laughs> Again, I picked another losing one. <laughs> Mikey, you're just a loser. What can I tell you? Oh. I think they're doing this on purpose to you, Mikey. Okay, that was Seriously. Warwick Davis's favorite, though. Yeah, he voted oh, yeah. with you. <laughs> okay, the stories or the, the 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 results are in, and the top story of. Oh, wait, how should I do this? Should we go four to one? I no, guess we have to. Four, four to one. Yeah. Okay, four. number four. Yeah. Is the Half Blood Prince DVD being released? That we received. Yeah! Ouch! That's low, though. I mean, that's really low. Because well, that, that that's has what I'm the saying. Deathly Hollows so trailer low. on it. Everyone's over it. Did you confuse the voters, Andrew? No, I don't think so. No, well, I think Did the main recount. No, I think the main Mikey, story. You there, announced them. I think the main it's... story there is that the Half Blood Prince DVD was released. It's not so much about the trailer, is it? I guess it is. I don't know. I think it is because that's huge. It's like the Half Blood Prince trailer was part of that DVD release. Well, right. Well, like our number thing. one, which it's we'll get to eventually, peak. redeems, yeah, Half Blood Prince. Maybe you should have just put yeah, Sneak no, Peek of Deathly I, Hallows with HP mm-hmm. DVD. Well, yeah, well better no. luck next year. I think, I, I think you worded it wrong, Andrew. I think All you right. tried to make me fail. <laughs> I'm going to blame it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to blame it on that. 
Story anyway. number two, Half-Blood Prince receives a PG rating. This was shocking because Order of the Phoenix um, received a PG-13 rating. And then to hear that the movies, uh, by the MPAA standards at least, went down to a PG rating, that was sort of like, WTF? Why, why all of a sudden are we you know, getting this smaller rating? You know what I mean? So Yeah. Uh, the yeah, number two that story. Was ridiculous. I personally do disagree with this, but the number two story of the year, uh, Universal Studio, Universal Studios, what is it? Univer- yeah, Universal Studios Orlando announces a spring 2010 opening date, and they also uh, announced the con- or they revealed the concept art uh, for the the um, rides at the theme park. That's cool. Yeah, but I think the Half Blood Prince DVD should have been there, right? Yeah, that's that's what I said. But yeah. you know, I'm excited for Wizarding World. I'm I'm gonna go. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, yeah, that's yeah, that's my opinion. And the number one story of 2009, as voted on by the Michael Kessel listeners, the Half Blood Prince film is finally released. Yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> See, I did the clap that time. I did the clap that time. <laughs> This is the first time Half-Blood Prince is receiving an award in the best <laughs> co- uh, thing of 2009. Last year, one biggest fail of not released film. <laughs> it, received, <laughs> <laughs> it received the Bob Fail Award in 2008. <laughs> A year before such an award existed. <laughs> uh, okay, well, th- uh, that was fun top seven stories of the year and you know now's a good time to mention the muggle cast or the MuggleNet MuggleNet's 2009 year in review we've done these every year since 2004 just visit mugglenet.com and you'll see in one of the recent news posts a link to the 2009 year in review basically what we do is we tell we show you guys um the biggest stories of 2009 it's a great way to uh, reflect and you know remember all the things that happened during the year you forget a lot of things you know so we got that list and we include some number, we include some data in there, including how many MuggleCast episodes were downloaded, how many page views MuggleNet had, um, how many news posts we made over the year. So some very interesting stuff overall. And um, also new this year is a the videos feature where we remind you about the best videos of 2009. And those were the ones in that category we were talking about earlier. So, yeah, MuggleNet.com, check it out. Now it's time for... Our third best MuggleCast moment. This one is from episode 176. It was, I think, uh, a really only live MuggleCast only show um, this year. It was in New York City right after the premiere of Half-Blood Prince. It was uh, episode, um, you know, episode 186. Uh oh, I think I'm having a bob fail right now. <laughs> I don't see it. Where did I say it? Do you mean? It? Do you mean live? <laughs> Hang on, live as in in person? Because we did one at Ascatraz after Half Blood Prince, didn't we? Right. No. What? That was a leaky mug. I was referring to MuggleCast only. Oh, right. Gotcha. Oh, this is so embarrassing. I don't. <sighs> bob fail. Bob oh, fail. Bob Andrew. Andrew. I know I have it. Hold on. Let me. This oh, is... Andrew, come on. Where's your professionalism, really? Here Warwick Davis would be sad. Warwick Davis would be sad at you right now. Oh, it's saved in the MuggleCast podcast folder. Silly me. All right. Here it is right now. 
Uh, I couldn't help but notice you have something on your elbow right there that you got from a little too much excitement at the premiere. Y- yeah. Ben can never go to a premiere and not have a story. <laughs> um, well, after after the film let out, uh, we walked out, and there were still just tons of fans still across the street just waiting for people to walk out, and they were still cheering, and it was wild. And anyways, um, I, walked, I went to go across the street, and there was a car coming, so naturally, I broke into a jog. <laughs> and... As I sped towards the barrier, I said, this is it. I'm, gonna, I, I'm clearing this. <laughs> and I still had the, the premiere pass in my hand, which was my fatal flaw. And as I bound towards the barrier, I go to shift my weight up and just jump over it. And I caught my leg, and I fell hard right on the pavement. But luckily, the crowd wasn't watching me. They were too busy staring at the theater. But Emerson saw, and... It was painful, both uh, psychologically and um, <laughs> physically, but I hopped right up, and what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> I, I, I can't lie. I've seen a lot of comical falls in my life, but this one was just perfect. All, every step of the way, I thought, there's no way he's actually going to try to jump over this. <laughs> then I thought, oh, there's, you know, he catches his leg on the top. I'm like, oh, there's no way. Oh, I can't believe he even caught his leg, right? And then he starts to fall. <laughs> so there we go. One of the a little moment, Ben... Storytelling, Ben. I love how Ben talks because basically he can work. He can say anything to a crowd, and they'll just laugh at him. If 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 he says like the part where um, Harry blows up Hedwig, if he reads that chapter, but in his own way, the whole crowd's going to be going. (laughs) Well, he's a great storyteller. I'm sure Ben would tell you it's probably both a blessing and a curse. You know, I mean, is he going to propose to uh, Emma Watson one day, and is she going to laugh at him? I mean, that's going to (laughs) suck. Yes, the answer is yes. Uh, okay, so t- t- 2009, out of the way. For- forget it. I'm- we're done talking about it now. All these lists and all this nonsense is voting. It was fun. But now it's wow. time to look at what is there to look forward to in 2010. Um, and there are a few things we've listed. I don't know. Um, and we'll just go through the list. No particular order. The opening of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter theme park. Ooh. I mean, this has been... What the? What was that? Just, sorry. That was me clapping, but oh. I think I messed up. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Sounded I, didn't, I, I, I didn't yell with that. I didn't go, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> I um, just did the clap, and it sounded bad. The theme park has been, you know, it was rumored since, I don't know, what, 2004, 2005? There were rumors going on forever. Universal uh, Orlando announced it in 2007, and now it's, you know, it's so close to opening. And we're only a few months away. We don't have an exact date yet, but we do know spring 2010. All right. Uh, it's going to yeah. be awesome. Very cool. Uh, yep. So excited. Um, Deathly Hollows Part 1. Uh, hello. Obviously, that's going to be one of the big stories of the year. And one of mm. the biggest films of the year, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Though, actually, I went to see Avatar just yesterday in theaters, which was awesome. And I saw all these previews for all these new 3D movies that are coming out. There's at least four or five. Alice in Wonderland will be a big hit. So I, I, I don't know exactly where Deathly Hallows will fall, but I'm sure it'll be a top film, just yeah. like Half Blood Prince was this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Lego Harry Potter video game. Uh, Eric, I think yes. you just added this, didn't you? <laughs> uh, love it. Oh, I put it in there. Oh. Yeah, I mean, uh, it should be exciting. Micah, do you like those games? I, you know, I've never played them. them before, but this game looks really cool. And compared to... Uh, you know some of the EA games that have come out um, for Order of the Phoenix and Half Blood Prince, which have been terrible. Uh, I think this game is actually looking to be pretty good. Yeah, 
Harry, uh, possible Harry Potter exhibition stops. We know, like I said earlier, it's going to be opening in Toronto. Um, and I, I got to imagine it's from there, it's going to keep going back west. Uh, I would, I hope LA, maybe uh, somewhere else up north, maybe San Francisco. Maybe oh, Forks, yeah. Washington. Oh. <laughs> Forks, Washington. <laughs> maybe. I mean, who knows? I, 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 I was kind of surprised by when they announced Toronto that I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, to look forward to in 2010, maybe a book announcement by J.K. <laughs> Rowling? No. No. No, no. Micah, you don't think so? No. no. Why she's, not? She's busy. Of course. I don't why know. Do you did think we she hear got much from her account? in 2009? No, but she did say I mean, on her Twitter that... Well, she did was tweet. She did say that's. She did say on her Twitter account that uh, pen and paper are her priority. A moment uh, are her. Priority. Well, clearly she's only pressed the computer button once. Pen and paper better be the priority. <laughs> Micah, you obviously don't understand the importance of that tweet. Go back I, and read clearly the tweet. I don't. And read the filters and all the metaphors that she had inside that tweet. Uh huh. Yeah. Twitter. Is okay. Insane. Micah, do you want to list names? Do you want to list names about this? It's clearly something that upset you. Well, look, it may not be a Harry Potter book, but I certainly think there's going to be some sort of book announcement from her relatively soon. I'm not saying in the next month, but in the next year, there's got to be something. I mean, we're in the new decade now. It's time to roll into something new. You know what I'm saying? No. It's true. Uh, Other stories. uh, More Lady Gaga songs. I don't know who added this. I'm going to guess Eric, but uh, (laughs) this that's on par. Lady Gaga is very big, as we know from the MuggleCast audience. Um, Lady Gaga, another big possibility in 2010. Lady Gaga guest hosting MuggleCast. Oh, nice! I nice. can completely agree. And don't forget, we are we are going to um, there ben, we go. ben and I are going to do that bad romance, uh, Lady Dumbledore and Fox collaboration. Uh, that'll be coming oh, maybe awesome. in the next month <laughs> or year. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. <laughs> uh, next story. Here's wow. a bittersweet. I'm excited story uh actually i'm not too sure about emerson he hasn't announced a date yet but mikey's getting married in 2010 Aww. congratulations mikey that's oh, true congratulations I am. I am. little mikey's getting married congratulations it's wonderful mm. i think emerson's getting married next year too they're getting engaged well i don't well they yeah they are engaged but he hasn't set a date yet so i mean you know we don't want to say he's getting married <laughs> just in case i mean obviously he will be we just don't know if it's this year, this year. yeah <laughs> That's all Keep I'm digging, saying. Andrew. Yeah. Keep digging. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Some people... <laughs> we don't think it's going to last, is what he's saying. No. That's not true, Andrew. Some How people... dare you insinuate that? Some people have a long engagement. That's what I'm saying. Do not put words in my mouth. I love Emerson and Gabby. They're a wonderful couple. Oh, um, and this final story, th- this list went completely out of whack. Eric, Ben, Laura, and Micah stay single and throw a badass series of bachelor bachelorette parties. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. Wait, so Andrew, that are you for live here? No, I don't know who wrote this list. I I'm not responsible for the contents well, of this it, message. You're you're obviously you're obviously left you know out from this. So. Anyway, it's time for best moment number four, <laughs> and this moment comes from episode one eighty three. Speaking of Emerson, actually. This is when he made his first appearance on the show, uh, pre-recorded appearance. You know, for, we've been doing this podcast since 2005, and um, he's never been on a recorded episode of MuggleCast like this one or like um, 
you know, just like a regular episode that we do. He's never co-hosted. So this was his first appearance. And let's go back in time. Live, Andrew. Last week, like my my voice is clear. It sounds good. I feel like I'm me. Yes, you are you again. And also, for the first time in MuggleCast history, the uh, Emerson Sparks is making his pre-recorded MuggleCast debut. Welcome, Emerson. Happy to be here, Andrew. <laughs> How does it feel? <laughs> I'm excited. You know, I'm excited. Well, yeah, as everyone knows, you've always done the live episodes with us, but um, never a pre-recorded one, like this one, for example, so... That's my that's my style. Yeah, and <laughs> Emerson, a man of few words, but he did a great job on that show, and he he really enjoyed his time on it. And he says he wants to come back, so he will come Wait. back. Hey, listen, we have a fun thing to do now. Whoa, 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 whoa! Um, we're going to get into a trivia giveaway. Um, so how <gasps> this is going to work is um, we have some trivia questions prepared, and we're going to be giving away copies of the Half Blood Prince DVD. Now listen, we assume most of you have a copy of the Half Blood Prince DVD. If you do, so don't call in. If you do, not that this is going to stop you guys, because I know it's not. Well, I shouldn't even say that. <laughs> don't call in if you don't if you don't have a copy of the Half Blood Prince DVD. Yeah, this Wait, is, what? Like, don't call in if you don't have a copy. Don't call in if you do. If you do oh, have a copy, right? Okay. Call in if you do not have a copy of the Half Blood Prince DVD. Why? Well, this could be a catch twenty-two because what people would have to admit that they've gone this long without the DVD, which is embarrassing to admit. Well, then this would be a really exciting trivia yeah. contest. Then, so um, feel yeah. free. Yeah. To, these are the people that you know need it. Feel free. Uh, people can begin calling in now, and we're going to ask you a trivia question, and uh, we'll see if you can answer them. You're going to have uh, ten seconds uh, to 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 um give us an answer and uh the first copy yeah. is just going to be an a u.s edition uh um single disc copy of half-blood prince hello laurie hello hi welcome hi oh my god uh be honest do you have a copy of the half-blood prince dvd no oh okay oh, well nice. wow then you're a perfect contestant <laughs> <laughs> so Mike is going to read the first question to you, and uh, okay. you have ten seconds to answer. Now I got to be honest; these are pretty difficult. So you know, don't don't sweat it too much if if you don't know the answer. I mean, these are these are very hard. We can. Uh, you don't want to hear keys on the keyboard typing either. No, 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 no. Okay. Can I say hi though? Can I say hi? I'm shaking right now. Hi. Oh sure. Uh, where are you calling from? Oh God. Um, Newfoundland. Oh wow. Canada. Oh wow, nice. What time? Oh Canada. What time oh, is it there? Like, it's about 11. Nice. The night is young in Canada. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> yeah. Micah, go ahead, read the question, and uh, Laurie will try to answer. Okay. Uh, what was the name of Hepzibah Smith's house elf in Half-Blood Prince? Oh, my gosh. It's a um, difficult one. That's hard. Oh, it, it, mm, it's like Dobby. It's a different name. It's... Ugh. Can I pass? <laughs> <laughs> um, they only get harder. Um, Pokey. <laughs> that's correct. No. Really? Is it correct? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Yay. Yay. Oh, hold on. Let me do the winner. Yay. Yay. <laughs> People were saying it in the chat, but that's okay. Yeah, the chat can count, right? Can, can, yeah. Sure. Whatever. It's yeah. A, it's a collective effort. Um, 
congratulations, you win a single disc copy of the Half Blood Prince DVD. And uh, oh my gosh, um, could you do us a favor? <laughs> okay. Let's see, how should we do this? Yeah, email um, email Andrew at staff.mugglenet.com with your uh, mailing address. Okay. And can you include your Skype name too, just in case there's no posers, you know, in case somebody pretends to be you? <laughs> I'm emailing you right now. Okay. I... Sound good? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Thank you so much. Hey, no problem. And thanks for listening. No problem. Thank you. Thank- oh, oh, Laura. Oh, Laura's very oh. excited. That was sweet. Well, there we go. We have our first winner. Okay. Yay! <laughs> I like winners. Okay. Yeah, we don't do losers. <laughs> uh, next caller, Logan. Hello. Logan. Hello? Hey, you're on MuggleCast Live. What's up? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are you calling from? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. You said that with a pause. Yes. Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. (laughs) All right. Okay, so we have a question for you. Uh, Eric, you want to read this one? Sure, which one? And you'll be winning a two-disc edition of the Half-Blood Prince DVD. Okay. Uh, And pick any, Eric. It's up to you. You know, one of the ones that you emailed, Micah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, Logan, your trivia question. Hmm. Trying to trying to see trying to guess your skills. Who? Okay, here's here's the question. <laughs> Leave it to Eric. To make These it are so right hard. <laughs> These are so hard. Sorry, I feel bad. Um, who is? The, okay, here's the question. Who is the uh, original author of Advanced Potion Making? Uh, oh. You may receive help from the chat. I mean, uh, this is impossible otherwise. <laughs> We're gonna be oh, all night. Oh no! I exited the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 can I get it back in time? Oh, no. Can I get it back in time? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I know it. It's okay. No. Yeah. Something new or something. I don't know. I lose. No, you... Uh, oh. Uh, if you want to... It's okay. You... It's okay. We, we, we have another question, right? We're only giving away three DVDs, right? And I made six questions. All right. Okay. So. Okay. One more question. Who's the Half-Blood Prince? What, load up the Sorry. chat. <laughs> One more... <laughs> the Half-Blood Prince. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, okay. One more question. Go ahead, Eric. All right. I, uh, uh, feel free to look in the oh. chat for help. Matt's spamming this the chat the, with the answer. That's okay. This is this is this is a slightly easier question. Um, what is the name of Katie Bell's friend uh, who witnesses her cursing or her getting cursed? Katie Bell's friend. Um. Uh. 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 It starts with. What does it start with? It starts with an L, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Laura. No. I don't. Oh. oh my god, I'm sorry. The answer is Leanne, and you win a uh, you win a Half Blood Prince two disc edition. Congratulations. What? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I phoned a friend, and it was me, and I answered. Oh. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> neat. <laughs> Congratulations, Logan of Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> oh, be How sure to send gonna... an email. Huh? Oh, all right. Yeah, send an email with your Skype name. And oh, so okay. I know it's actually you because I have your Skype name here. And uh, <laughs> you, uh, we'll get it to you in the mail. All right? All right. Thanks a bunch. All right. No problem. <laughs> Poor Logan. 
We have Yay, to we have to move won. these quick though. I mean, otherwise we're gonna be here all day because these yeah. questions are very hard. These are great questions, but they're very hard. <laughs> all right, uh, one more caller. Hello, Julia. You're on MuggleCast Live. Oh my God! Hi. Hi. Hey. Uh, are you ready for? Where are you calling from? I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, represent. Uh, yeah. Eric? Hi, Andrew. I love you. Hi. love you, too. It's wonderful to have Aww. you on the show. <laughs> Eric will be reading you yeah. the final question, and you'll be receiving a two-disc edition of Half-Blood Prince. Shut up! One- <laughs> oh, oh my. Sorry. Eric, go ahead. <laughs> All right, does she get three, three, three questions this time? What? This is the top prize, so does she get three choices? Uh, she doesn't get it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because these are these are the hard questions. Okay, All right. Go ahead. All right. Question is: What magical creature do Cormac McClagan and his uncle Tiberius hunt while in Norway? Oh my god, that's so hard. <laughs> Feel free to use chat as the help. It's it's alliteration. It's it's something in Norway. Oh, I hate this. Um. Nogtails? That no. is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Congratulations. You win a two disc edition of Half Blood Prince on DVD. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, congrats and uh, hope you're enjoying the show. And I love you so much. Uh, love I you like too. you too. Oh, hi, Julia's oh. sister. Oh, hi. So email andrew at staff.mogglenet.com with your Skype name and also uh, your mailing address, please. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. No problem. Bye-bye. So, Andrew, do we know if Julia and Logan had a copy of the movie already or? No, but, you know. If they didn't, do you want one? I mean, they sounded pretty excited. No, they sound excited, so I'm happy for it. I thought Mikey was trying to get a copy of the movie. I was like, what? (laughs) No, come on. I bought it the first day. I have to. No, man. I know. You you guys, Ben just tweeted he wishes he was on the live show right now. Oh, Ben. Oh, poor Ben. Where is he? I'm going to text him right now. He was going to be on, but then he had stuff to do, so. And. Okay, Okay. well, we have one last moment from MuggleCast this year that we want to reminisce about. It was from episode 182. Uh, it's the Lady Dumbledore episode. We all remember this, and I was actually surprised. I, 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 I know I sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but it was <laughs> I was playing it back when I was uh, putting the episode together, and it was actually really funny. Huh. And I'm going to cue it up now. Once again, my unpreparedness leaves me without the episode, uh, without the clip. But um, I, I know I remember the time code. Okay, so here it is. We're going to go back in time. Next, we meet Fox for the first time. And oh, uh, we God. learn a little bit. What was that? that? Fox. No <laughs> go, go, Fox, go. Gaga, fa fa fa. You're in Dumbledore's office. Just dance. You're in Dumbledore's office. Onward, Micah. Yeah, please. Ignore right. my. <laughs> we learned that uh, phoenixes can carry very immense, or sorry, they can carry immensely heavy loads. Their tears, tears have healing powers, and they make highly faithful pets. Oh, that's nice. Ben, would you uh, would you mind doing an imitation of you saw him on a burning day? 
Or so, what does he say? He Something like that. on a burning day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Ooh, Romance. They like harmonize together, Dumbledore and Fox the bird. Alright. <laughs> so that clip was a little long. But... Yeah. <laughs> I'm never sure when you play this clips when it's just you guys actually talking, like if the clip is over and you right. guys are back. It's over now. We show you off. Okay. So there you go. There's sure. some of the uh, best muggle cast moments of two thousand nine. And hopefully many more to come. We asked people to uh, you know, send in their best moments and they did so on Twitter. So thanks to everyone who uh sent in their favorite moments from the show you know what guys this wraps up MuggleCast episode 188 our final episode of 2009 it's been a very fun show i actually have a semi-sad announcement to uh bring to the uh table here was that a dog laura uh is going to be studying abroad this semester this upcoming semester and she's going to be without internet, so we're not going to be seeing her for a good six months. Five, Aww. but yeah. Oh, five. Laura. So they don't have internet in Costa Rica? No. They do, but it's not readily available everywhere. So So she's going to have to be in yeah. internet cafes to do, uh, to do muggle casts and stuff. Or to, to, she would have to be in an internet cafe to podcast, and you know, she can't be sitting in the public podcasting. That would be ridiculous. So. All right. Well, guys, we need to do a tribute to Laura, so let's pull a Half-Blood Prince and everyone get like a pen or pencil and just put the wands <laughs> up in the air. I, 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 have a pen. I have a pen here, Laura. Listen. I got a pen. It. Okay, I'm doing it now, Laura. My, my, wow. my cup my goes up to up you, Laura. I'm going to cry. It's a very big moment, guys. You guys never fail to amaze me. <laughs> we have to do, we have to do it for she's a jolly good fellow. We have to <laughs> sing her off. For she's a jolly good Laura. For she's, for she's a jolly good Laura. Well, ain't no lie, Laura. Bye, it's bye, impossible. bye. It's <laughs> Well, Laura, we'll miss you very much, but we hope you uh, learn a lot in Costa Rica. We'd like to thank everyone who uh, watched us on Ustream tonight. There were many of you. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been a very fun show, and we want to thank you guys for all the support over the year. You know, it's been another very fun year in, in Harry Potter and, of course, in MuggleCast, uh, you know, and so we just thank everyone for their support. Thank you to Ustream. Thanks again to the listeners listening. It's been a great time. <laughs> I'm Andrew Sims. Uh, are we even going to try to do an order here? Uh, no, I don't no. know. <laughs> nah, forget it. We are uh, muggle cats. Once again, Andrew Sims, Laura Thompson, Mike Katanabom, Mikey Bouchero, Eric Skull, and Matt Britton all here saying Happy New Year to you all, and we'll see you in 2010. Goodbye, everybody. See you, Laura. Bye, everyone. Bye. RG2 Happy Zen. New Year. Bye, guys. All right, uh, that's a pretty lame di- way to end it, so I'm just going to turn on Britney Spears. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that, that's Oh, yeah, yeah, Britney awesome. Spears makes it so much better, yeah. That was... Yeah. This is better. Oh, hold on. Okay, there we go. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Eric, thanks for that interference from your cell phone. Eric! What a Sorry. great way to end the year. I didn't know it's me. Because it's always you, and I see it in your Skype channel thing. <laughs> uh, bye, guys. All right. Thanks, everyone. Right. Bye. He's got the dog, too. Yeah. Eric's just full of disruptions. <laughs>
Bye, everyone. Bye.